0: See, not everything has to be awful. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's happening? Hey, Yankees coming off of a
1: nice little win on a rain-soaked Monday, so I'll take that. We'll talk about that here in a second. Thanks so much for clicking on the show, guys. Today, we really appreciate it. As always, we have a preview of this now road trip, the last road trip of the year. We're going to talk about tonight's Yankees-Blue Jays game, give you the pitching matchups, and give you our final bold predictions for the season. Stacey's already won. Uh, Aaron Judge had some interesting comments after sunday's loss to the diamondbacks we need to dissect those and talk about how we feel about what he had to say that's coming up later on stacy yankees rookies making that nice little comeback on monday uh pretty much what we've been saying for the last month the only reason to really watch here save garrett cole but really nice to see those rookies step up in a big way they were basically the entire offense on monday
0: yeah and it's amazing how guys can play better when they're given consistent it bats, like we say all the time. <laughs> Funny there,
1: how that works. <gasps> there was a moment in this game, Stacy, and because there was forty-one thousand and ninety-six people announced at the stadium, mm-hmm. maybe forty one hundred realistically, mm-hmm. there was a moment where yes picked up some audio because of course, because there was nobody there to drown it out. Austin Wells rolled into a double play in his first at bat. <laughs> and uh he screamed.
0: He's mad at himself.
1: He rolled into an ending ending double play. Yeah. Understandably, he, Austin Wells has not been playing well. Like, he's just not been hitting well. He's having trouble behind the plate here in his last couple outings, like last couple starts behind the plate. He's struggling. Um, so he yells at himself. And then in his next at-bat in the bottom of the fourth, he goes deep. And for a guy like Austin Wells, who is just trying to figure it out in the majors right now, that's massive for him to be able to turn around that fastball. And that was kind of the moment where I was like, okay, I remember why we're watching this right now.
0: Now, did you see the stat cast uh, path of that ball and the way the wind kind of turned it once it got past like the wall in the bleachers? It kind of made a left turn because the winds were swirling (laughs) at the stadium, (laughs) like literally in the middle of the outfield in the beginning of the game. It was swirling around almost like a mini cyclone. It was yeah a rough day of weather again oh
1: yeah the last couple days has been something out of that ballpark (laughs) um just really nice to see austin wells get into one there it's a second bomb Uh, and again for him to rebound after that double play make that adjustment same pitcher same facing merrill kelly again like that those are the reasons you're watching right now that's the reason why you're tuning into the show that's what we're doing right now um speaking of which stacy i mean oswald peraz has kind of been slow the last couple of games as well for mm-hmm. him to hit that bomb, a la Boston again, for him yeah. to do it in the bottom of the seventh to tie the game at three, another another rip by him too. I, I there are I, I love his swing, man. I've been saying it all year. I love Oswald Peraza's swing.
0: Yeah, I mean, 443 is nothing to sneeze at because you know people always like to say, whenever a home run is hit in Yankee Stadium, how many other ballparks is this going to be a home run in? No matter who hits a home run, and uh, all thirty and including, you know, probably Japanese stadiums and every other stadium <laughs> in the world, a 443 would get you a home run.
1: <laughs> uh, looking up the polo grounds dimensions. Uh, oh, all uh, right, maybe not there. Left center 450, right center, 449.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, my dad went to games at the polo grounds with his uncle Gus, because uh, his uncle Gus was a Giants fan who kept trying to convert dad into a <laughs> Giants fan. And my dad was like, nope, Yankees no. all the way. <laughs> uh, no,
1: and that's why <laughs> we're here. Yeah. Yeah. You just love to see this comeback. Obviously they gave up uh, the runs there late in the game in the top of the uh, eighth and for them to make that comeback in the bottom of the eighth, just a really good battle. Uh, Austin Wells picks up another hit. Anthony Volpe draws a walk. Oswald Peraza takes that bases loaded walk. Uh, That was a really good at bat from Oswald on a three, two pitch that just missed below the knees. Like that was a really nice at bat. Um, Flo gets into one deep enough to drive in wells everson Pereira, who finally came back after a good amount was 11 days uh without playing i was in boston he got hurt so i mean all around you know with him that rbi single and 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 peraza's game and austin wells having a nice two-hit performance like you're starting to see a little bit here stacy if things turn in the right direction like this could be a pretty decent team moving forward
0: sure and we uh, I don't think we mentioned it on Monday's show, but that foul ball catch that Oswaldo made on Sunday yes. was impressive, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. I watched that a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just I, I don't know where you're at with this, Stacey. Obviously, there's a, a, a little amount of time left here this season. Uh, you're, you're just trying to. to burrow through this and and just get through this right now. Don't have any major injuries. Just get through these last, this last week here. We're going to talk about what Aaron judge had to say about the team and the future of it here in just a second. But like, where are you at with that? Like, how are you feeling now that you've gotten a decent look at some of these guys, I know you haven't really had a chance to really watch them outside of spring training. So where, where are you feeling, uh, as far as this team is concerned here moving forward?
0: Um, I'm feeling good you know i'm feeling better than i was at the beginning than i was at the beginning of the month um seeing them play more like i said the more consistent time they get you know the better they'll get which makes sense and i feel like you know yankee fans should have a little more confidence in these kids and like i said this is basically pre-spring training for them you know like pre-spring of uh 2024 and then you'll have real spring training and then they'll see what they can do but I I like this I mean obviously the Yankees have to do stuff in the offseason to fix other problems but I feel like the future's bright and you know I mean it'd be brighter uh Dominguez was still there but I'm liking what I'm seeing from these kids yeah and Dominguez isn't gone
1: like, it's not right. like he he's fell off back. the earth. So yeah. he he will be back and he's still super young. So like you do have that. And and to be able to see this team without him gives Doing. you a little bit more solace. You know, obviously they're not on a consistent basis. They're not playing well overall, but like there are these flashes of moments. I mean, Oswald's hit two big home runs in the last week. Yeah. Right? So that's not nothing. That's not right. nothing.
0: Right. I mean, um, and let's just mention this quickly because we knew this was going to happen. The Yankees are 17 and nine in their last 26, which is the best record in baseball right now. So, of course, they picked it up right at the end, just in time for them to not make the playoffs. So, yeah. But again, what you're looking for the rookies, see how they're playing, Cole, his last start coming up, and just making sure guys stay healthy. And, you know, you have something to look forward to in 2024.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Clark Schmidt, he's looking forward to about six days from now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because this boy tired yeah he goes four innings very clearly like that that was like all right dude we're just gonna pull you now like 79 yeah. pitches is <laughs> not where he's been living at this season so <laughs> that was very clearly a move uh by boone just be like bro i'll get you out of there don't worry yeah i mean uh, we joked about well. it the
0: other day but he oh, that poor boy again yeah. not expecting and it he's... to be this long into the season at that at that position where he is right now because basically he's Like their number, well, he was like the number two for a while. And now that Michael King has kind of stepped into that role, but yeah, he wasn't expecting to pitch this many innings and, uh, yeah, he'll probably nap until I would say Christmas Eve, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, wake them up
1: when uh, when the tamales are cooking. Uh, I don't I don't think the Schmidt family is doing tamales. Uh, Greg Weissert looked nice for two innings. I, I'm very I – mean, this is going to be an off-season topic, so hit subscribe. This is definitely going to be an off-season topic, <laughs> Stacey. Yeah. I, I'm curious where Greg Weissert fits into the picture in 2024. I, I'm very interested in it because there's some moments for Greg Weissert that, like, you see it. And it's what I saw last season at AAA where I was watching it. And I'm like, man, this slider is really nice. What was called the Whirly Slider before it's now the sweeper. Uh, that's what oh, we were man. calling it back then was the Whirly yeah. Slider. Slider. But yeah, I mean, man, that slider's so good. And and there's just these flashes for Greg Weissert where I'm just like, man, this guy could be a thing. Like, I feel like he could be a setup man. But again, well, that's going to be an off season topic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was good to see him do that. And, you know, it's always nice to see him come in and not just make one pitch or one out or something. <laughs> yeah. like, at least he had some work and yeah, he did really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There are, again, there's there's flashes for Greg Weissert, uh, And then Clay Holmes. Uh, I, I love seeing nothing. Clay Holmes, one, two, three, give me a pair of strikeouts and a weak grounder. Thank you. I'll do yeah. that all day long. That, that That's what you want out of Clay Holmes every time. And and he can give you that. Uh, there's There was moments this year where that wasn't the case, obviously. But to see him uh, get that 20-second save, man, I'll take it.
0: Again, it's, the, it's so odd because Yankee fans still have Mo in their minds. And Yankee fans should be used to their closers having weird outings because, you know, a role as Chapman was around for so long. But it's just funny the way people overreact to Clay Holmes and how he pitches. He's fine. 22 saves. I mean, that's not bad yeah. at all. And considering he wasn't the main closer and that it was a, it's still kind of a closer by committee. Um, 22 is great.
1: That's going to be a whole offseason. I've already been thinking about Clay Holmes for a while here. That's <laughs> going to be a full episode one day of just like. What to make of Clay Holmes. And uh, that's going to be a really interesting spring training for sure. I'm very curious to see where Boone puts him. And is he, did he do enough this season to just say, you are him?
0: Or if it's Boone who does it because he doesn't know for sure if he's coming back, which is another thing we'll have to talk about at some point.
1: long off season ahead of us folks even longer because there's no october hit mm-hmm. subscribe you won't want to miss a second of it stacy and i are giving you five episodes a week moving forward still don't worry we got full yankees coverage coming up of course you guys can join subtext as you guys already know to skip the line for fan mail friday we're still doing fan mail fridays we have one coming up here in a couple of days it's gonna be our last of the regular season uh so make sure to get in on fan mail friday reply to the pinned comment here on the youtube side again subtext is the place to get More info every day when you text us one-on-one. whole bunch of fun. Episode description has all the info. All right, let's step aside one time. We come back. Aaron Judge talking about the future of the Yankees. Let's talk about it.
0: Are you struggling to close sales deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. That's where LinkedIn sales comes in. They call their solution deep sales, and they've built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Your organization can overcome challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high quality buyer data into real-time insights. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started. Back
1: here on Locked On Yankees. Don't forget to listen to today's Yankees game from Toronto if you want. SiriusXM is the place to do that. You can download the SiriusXM app today. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking about that game one. As you know, check in on tomorrow's show. Hit subscribe five days a week. Still going forward. Don't worry. We're here for you even during the off season. All right, Stace, Aaron Judge had some comments after Sunday's loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks. We pulled two clips, they're 30 seconds each. So let's go ahead and listen to this first clip and then we will talk about it.
0: As you approach the off season, do you feel that this team is close to getting back to where it needs to be? Yeah, definitely, you know, seeing a lot of the bright spots we've seen from the young guys coming up, you know, some of the changes I've seen, you know, this year, it's, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. You know so we gotta hit the ground running especially when this season ends we gotta I mean, we got a lot to a lot to work on a lot of things to change and a lot of stuff going on around here that you know, needs to be fixed
1: stacy there's this moment after that question was asked and i'm gonna go i'm gonna do my best aaron judge reenactment here if you just give me a second to get into character <laughs> yeah <laughs> I ain't buying it, Aaron Judge. I ain't buying it, man. I'm sorry. I love Aaron Judge. I think he's a great ball player. I think he's a good captain. I think he's a good dude. I ain't buying that answer. I don't know how you're feeling about that. But that was uh that yeah. was a that was a deep breath he took there.
0: Yeah, that was a very dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. were watching I mean, closed captioning it would say dramatic pause
1: <laughs> yeah yeah fair I think that's fair I mean mm-hmm. there there we just talked about a lot of it right like what the latter part of that the real answer that he ended up giving the real words that he said but I think <laughs> the tonality of it like he he had to think about his answer there because oh, yeah. look there are some good things and, and I think Oswald Peraza's got a good future I think Anthony Volpe's got a good future like there are are, are some good parts of this team but all in all, like top to bottom, like clearly things are not going in the direction everyone wants them to be going.
0: Yeah. And I just found it interesting. Um, It's it's funny. He meant for the answer to be positive, but you could tell from (laughs) the way he was speaking that it wasn't quite as positive, you know, like, yeah, he added in the uh, rookie stuff, but He doesn't look happy, but he shouldn't be happy. I mean, it was a lost season for him, although, I mean, Jesus, he almost has 40 home runs in how many games. I mean, he could get to 40 if he goes off the next few games. And, okay, so it's not a totally lost season, but, you know, he doesn't get injured, Rizzo doesn't get injured, and maybe one of the starters doesn't get injured. This is a totally different discussion that everyone's having. Like, yes, it was a bad season, but really, if, like, three things out of everything don't go wrong things just could have been a lot different, you know, like it's not like a complete disaster. Right. But there are things from top to bottom, meaning ownership and their um, mentality, cashmen, and then even down lower to other parts of the organization do need to be fixed because you're wasting Aaron judges prime. You're wasting yeah. Garrett Cole and his big contract. You need to get these guys help.
1: So yeah, they need help. They need help quick because mm-hmm. you know Garrett Cole's got that opt out. I mean, he had some glowing reviews after his last start, right? Obviously uh, over the weekend and um, you know, saying he loves pitching here and all that kind of stuff. Like there was some nice stuff he said. So, I I'm not fully on the Cole's gone train yeah. or anything, but uh, you know, do you think that he would season. get
0: together with Judge and be like, "All right, we're the highest paid guys on this team. Let's do this." And Yeah, <laughs> I wonder
1: if Garrett, I mean, Garrett Cole feels more on, on not to go off on a tangent here. Uh but I think Garrett Cole feels a little more like uh, on the field. Like, let, let me just do the on the field stuff. And like, I'll yeah. talk to the guys on the field. Like, I mean, we've seen him in the dugout of the last couple of games, too. Like, talking with players and, you know, talking with the younger guys and stuff. But um, to be fair to Aaron Judge here, what are you supposed to say, man?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: No. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> this team sucks.
0: That would have been amazing. But yeah, no, yeah. we can't say that.
1: Yeah. Um, there was one other quote we wanted to talk about, Stacey. Let's go ahead and play that one, too.
0: You mentioned keeping the issues in house and internal talks. Do you plan on being part of those talks when it comes to what to do this off season? Oh well, yeah, I got some ideas. Um, you know, but it's it's going to take all of us. You know, it's going to be talking with everybody in the organization. You know, all the way down, through the minor league stuff, all the way up to the top. You know, there's a lot of stuff we got to work on and improve. But like I said, there's a lot of bright spots. You know, that we've seen with these young guys coming up, and you know, this is the time to build on that and you know, start building that
1: next foundation. Okay, Stacey, le- le- let, me, let me say something here. <laughs> As a lifelong Lakers fan, born and raised out here in Southern California, and before everybody goes, oh, yeah, of course, of course there's a Lakers fan who hosted the Yankees podcast. No, actual Lakers fan. Kobe, Shaq, Derek Fisher, all the way through the Jordan Clarkson and Swaggy P era <laughs> to now. The Lakers fell apart in 2022 because they listened to the highest paid man in the room in LeBron James.
0: Mm. (laughs) And
1: look, I'm not one to one here. There's nuances in that. But I think it's a cautionary tale to help sports and front offices work moving forward. I'm not saying one knows better versus the other. But I am saying you can't let the guys on the field only run the team. Right. Gotta be careful with take all the input you want. I think yeah. it's a great idea to get Aaron judge in the mix, but you can't let him run the show. There's a front office for a reason. You can't let Aaron judge be signing con- on contracts for players. And stuff. Right. I, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that.
0: But I feel like he's been around with the Yankees long enough. He knows what the lineup needs. He knows that. You know, there are some times where everything falls on his giant shoulders. And I'm sure that as much as he kind of likes that and relishes that, he realizes that it can't be the way because it's going to fall apart like it did this year. Um, when he was talking about having ideas, my first thought was he's going to walk into Brian Cashman's office and be like, get Otani. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah oh what what a novel idea
0: <laughs> get, Otani. <laughs> yeah. um, get Otani I just think it's interesting I don't know I, I don't think I've ever really heard a player say something like that but then again this is only what the fifth time since I was in college that the Yankees have missed the playoffs and this is one of the first times since 1993 that they're in danger of you know being below 500 they're not but you know, they're in danger of doing that if they have a rough last few games of the season. So I haven't really seen a player come out and say something like that ever. And it's just kind of amazing because, you know, Jeter's captain. I mean, his his career, like, yeah, there were a couple of times that were not great, but he never came out and said anything like that. So I found that really interesting. And again, yes, the question was asked, but I thought the whole, you know, we're going to have some discussions. I was like, oh, he's going to like, be in tampa he's gonna hang out with house and like give him ideas like i don't know if that's going to work out well again he should
1: he he should be a part of the conversation yeah uh and and i shouldn't be
0: too much into it yes he he
1: shouldn't be taken as bible right like yes i i I appreciate your feedback i think that open communication between front office and your big players and and all players to be fair but like especially your bigger players let alone your captain your 300 million dollar man yeah uh uh, this is extremely important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Aaron Judge needs to know what's going on with his team. Yeah. And this team needs to know how Aaron Judge feels about that. <laughs> Open lines of communication are very, very important. Uh, you, it, it's everything, right? Like, th- think if, if, Garrett, if Garrett Cole doesn't express any discomfort or anything about how he's feeling about after his his guaranteed portion of his contract is, then the Yankees can be completely blindsided when he, if he opts out or something like that, like the, those lines of communication need to be there. But again, it's, it's a, it's a dangerous path to go down. If you let Aaron judge BGM.
0: Now, one quick observation that someone had made on Twitter. Do you think, even though things worked out and he got the big contract, do you think there's any residual kind of not hatred? Cause that's a strong word. Dislike. Um, some sort of like bad feeling toward Brian Cashman because of what happened before last season or no?
1: Uh, no, I think I think that was more Aaron Judge. Oh gosh, this is going to be a whole long conversation. It could, uh, totally could be. <laughs> In that case, for me, for me personally, obviously I don't know Aaron Judge. Never talked to him. But like, <laughs> I feel like that was just more on his part. He was like, mm. I I know if I don't take this contract, I could probably get it still after the fact, if I have a fine season, I could finally probably get it here in New York or I'll be able to get it somewhere else. Yeah. So I think that's probably where he was like, it's a good number, obviously. But I let's see if I can get more. I think that's more I don't I don't think that he felt undersold. Okay. That's just my two cents.
0: Okay. I was just wondering oh. like maybe because I know there were there was a, a cheater cashman clash. Uh where Cashman came out and basically like bad mouth cheater and basically like you're not worth this. And it was like, cheater had been in, in the league for like 15 years at that point. And everyone was like,
1: Yeah, why would you even why touch that?
0: Would you do that. And you know, Jeter's the type of guy that holds a grudge for, you know, two decades. So I hope Judge isn't like
1: that. <laughs> I don't think so. He doesn't feel that way, at least, at least not yet. It's just one bad season.
0: Yeah. Let's be real.
1: All right. Let us know how you're feeling about these comments down below in the comment section. We need to step aside one more time. When we come back. A preview of this road trip in Toronto.
0: Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why our new sponsor, Jace Medical, offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off using code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. Promo code locked on.
1: Back here on locked on, Yankees. Don't forget, you can listen to today's Yankees game and every game for the remainder of the season on SiriusXM. So download the SiriusXM app today. Stace, Yankees, Blue Jays, one last trip north of the border here this season. How are you feeling? Do you you think the Yankees can kind of bounce back? I mean, obviously they took two of three against the D backs here and and played well on Monday. But I mean, the Blue Jays fighting for their lives, trying to hang on to this spot. Do you think the Yankees can finally give them one last gut punch?
0: Uh, It would be cool if they could. Um, But actually, at this point, I kind of want Toronto to remain in the playoffs. I would like Houston to be out. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of choice it really is <laughs> it, it really is it's a Sophie's choice at this point but I mean yeah could the Yankees go in and win two out of three in Toronto sure but uh it might be hard because yeah Toronto's playing for their uh placement in the playoffs and uh yeah it's gonna be tough but you know you gotta feel pretty good with some of the matchups that we have going
1: yeah uh game one tonight michael king kevin gosman hey we've seen this um so we'll probably uh, unless things change or whatever it looks like michael King's going to get two more starts here so mm-hmm. he'll pitch the finale if it lines up correctly yeah. uh again unless the yankees make some sort of move obviously they've made some moves here over the last couple of days um some some roster moves and things like that more so for injuries but uh, yeah, Michael King, one more go around is something that really matters. And then, and then one more go around potentially against Kansas City. So uh, we've talked about it a hundred times. We're probably going to talk about it on tomorrow's show too. I mean, he's coming off an absolute fire start.
0: Yeah, him, both him and Gaussman, because he had the 13 strikeouts and uh, Gausman had 10 against the Yankees in that start. So uh, is it going to be a rematch? Is it going to be anywhere close to that? It'll be, I mean, I would love for Michael King to do what he did against Toronto and <laughs> New York. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. I feel like that's probably, you know, we always talk about what's the big pitching matchup. I feel like that's the big pitching matchup in this series.
1: Yeah. I mean, just because of how the last one went, because conventional wisdom says the Wednesday night game, Garrett Culver versus Jose Barrios for the second go around. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, that's all eyes for us, obviously. Um, cycle. It's over. Done. Said it 100 times on this show. It's done. I don't care what you say. The only thing that could change it is if like Luis Castillo throws like two perfect games. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's done. <laughs> uh and then game 3, Luke Weaver getting the ball. Hey, Luke Weaver uh, against Chris Bassett. Uh so that should be interesting. I mean, Luke Luke Weaver five what was it? Five and a third of shutout ball last time around, so I mean, yeah. like, who are you, bro?
0: yeah where'd you come from
1: <laughs> the, the journeyman from Seattle uh yeah. so very interesting in, in that regard so some some interesting matchups here obviously I mean King and Cole uh Nat King Cole if you will <laughs> uh are obviously the highlights here and and I'm hoping that they give us one last hurrah one yeah. more time speaking of one last hurrah oh Steve, I've been I feel like I'm crushing the segues lately one last hurrah for us Stacey <laughs> our final Bold predictions of the 2023 season as is customary. I will let you go first.
0: Okay. I don't know if this is that bold, but I feel like Aaron Judge is going to hit three home runs in the series. I like that.
1: I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) I'm on board. Don't forget the score right now. (laughs) 5 to 0.1. Stacey, with with, with the board's permission... I'm going to go for a (laughs) five-pointer, but it's bold. It's bold. Okay. So with your permission, I would like to go for a five-pointer to try and sneak in with a walk-off.
0: He's going to walk off.
1: (laughs) Because this is bold. There will be a no-hitter thrown in this series. Ooh. I got to drop the mic on the last bold predictions of the year. There will be a no-hitter in this series. Will, Will you give me that five points if I called that? yes (laughs)
0: yes <laughs> right. yes because if it happens it'll be the yankees not getting a hit
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy hey garrett cole could throw a no-no yeah. on michael wednesday king
0: could. you never know <laughs> michael
1: king could hey luke luke weaver could go nine innings that would be enough that would be enough for five points if luke weaver went nine yeah Uh, there you go those are our bold predictions let us know yours in the comment section down below of course we will revisit those bold predictions on friday's show which is of course also going to be our fan mail friday our last one of the year gosh i can't believe i'm saying all this stuff it's crazy Um, but let us know in the comment section coming up on tomorrow we are going to talk about the uh first game in toronto michael king kevin gosman tonight seven o'clock on yes and that's going to do it for today's lockdown yankees i'm steve Granato.
0: And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.